Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted, presented by Be Unique Magazine, because an authentic life is unscripted. Be Unique is a 501c3 charity that works today to change tomorrow. Learn more at our website, beunique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Did you know that Be Unique is a free, non-profit publication? We work today to change tomorrow by bringing you truly amazing guests like the one we'll introduce tonight and by highlighting stories about people all over the world who will astound you. The free digital version is available 24-7 at BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Hello, everybody. I am Mary Brotherton with Be Unique Magazine, and we're talking about Orlando's Fusion Fest and two of the people behind this phenomenal cultural event. Welcome, everybody. Our guests are Terry Olson and Tali Sugisawa from Fusion Fest. Terry is Fusion Fest's chief instigator, and Tali is the business maven. Welcome, both of you. Good to have you here. Great to be here. Thank you, Mary. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. You are very welcome. Um, I'm going to start just digging in with a question for Terry. How did you first get involved with the idea of Fusion Fest? Well, there could be many routes to this answer, I think. Uh, Personally, having um, spent four years of my youth living on an Indian reservation and then growing up in Alaska where everyone's from somewhere. Um, I think I have an affinity for um, people who are different than me, but uh, directly I would say uh, in 2015, Orange County Mayor Teresa Jacob uh, asked me to do some brainstorming about how uh, Orange County might support diversity and I brought some people in that I had worked with um, in my role as the head of the Office of Arts and Cultural Affairs. I had worked with um, one of the groups helping form the Caribbean uh, Cultural Association. There's numerous Caribbean organizations in town, and one of them asked me to help get everyone together, and I facilitated a few brainstormings where they came up with uh, the creating of a unified organization for all of them. So I brought some of those folks together and we shared um, how we, um, ideas for supporting diversity and um, those, I, nothing really happened with that county-wise for about a year and then some folks came back from the Korean Cultural Association and the African Leaders Association to say, can't we get some of these things going? So we again called a, a brainstorming, had about 50 or 60 folks there saying, how can we best share our heritage? 
and um, listed a bunch of things and voted and a festival and parade came to the top of the list. And mm-hmm. uh, we then began working with a steering committee of about 30 or 40 people with heritages from all over the world on a monthly basis to plan what should we do with this idea? How can we do a parade and festival? What, what should we call it? What's the purpose of it, et cetera? And then eventually it grew into reality and um, happened the first uh, for the first time, Thanksgiving weekend in 2018. Very cool. Very cool. So you're an, a, an infant organization. <laughs> yes, just, just one festival under our belt. But uh, it's already we received the Award of Excellence at the Golden Brick Awards for Orlando, which um, recognizes new things that have happened uh, and a lot of construction and things like that in the city. And we will be receiving an award, a statewide award, at the Florida Festivals and Events Association in August. Well, congratulations. That's really nice. Yeah, thanks. Um, you're welcome. Tally, when did you first know that this was where you wanted to be and what you wanted to spend your time on? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I think maybe from the first meeting that I attended uh, back in 2016, uh when I when I was in the room with the African leaders uh, council with the African council leader um, and also the Caribbean folks and I just I felt like oh my gosh this is this is it this is what I was born to do I think um, also with the steering committee meetings and getting to know more from other people's culture. Um, I feel like that's when you really started to grow in me and I and I started seeing a lot of potential in the fastball, but I was a volunteer, right? So mm-hmm. um I think it was maybe let me think when did I start Terry working as an assistant for you? That was uh two thousand seventeen, right? Like November two thousand seventeen. So uh It was a while ago. Yeah. Um when I started working with Terry and and actually realized the potential of the festival, and I'm not talking about you know um, sales and 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 putting up a gigantic show. I'm talking more about bringing the community together and highlighting the community and bringing people who are in kind of silos and and kind of in a bubble inside their communities to come and showcase their talent, their food, um, their stories, and, and get to know more people like them who went through the same struggles or and went, had the same dreams maybe, and, um, right. and get them to collaborate. Very nice. It's, 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 it can't be an easy job, but it sounds like a very worthwhile job. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, when I when I'm out talking to potential sponsors, um, potential vendors, or just people who want to get involved, I I it it comes out very easily for me. It's not like I'm selling something, you know. It's just um, basically selling my passion, selling my heart, but in a good way. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's an easy thing to do once you're passionate 
about something, it it becomes contagious. Oh, absolutely, and we don't want to we don't want to just have you know companies or an organization's logo on our website. We want them to get involved, and I I right. feel this much more uh, for this year. Uh, of course, it's great to advertise and be connected and be, you know, in partnership with, with our events, but how can you bring something to the community? How Can you have a presence at our event? Can you can you bring some content that would be good and would be necessary for people attending, especially for second and third generation here? Um, so, yeah, it's um, I'm, I'm really happy to be part of it. It, it sounds like yeah, you want it to be as meaningful as on both sides of the spectrum. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Terry, you were going and to say something. Uh, just my kind of personal mission in life, I believe, as I've identified, is to create dynamic events that enliven people. So this fits right in in uh, as big a way as anything I've ever done, and it is probably one of the biggest things I've ever tackled. So. It's uh, very rewarding. That's very good. And, and this I, is coming from the guy, Mary, and this is coming from the guy who uh, is, you know, the founder of Fringe Festival here in Orlando and also Sad Comedy Lab. So, you know. <laughs> for him to say this is the, big, the biggest thing he's ever done, that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, Terry, yeah. I've got a question because you and Tally both have pretty much explained what Fusion Fest is. Can you explain for our listeners why they should care? Why should they attend if they're in the area? Sure. So we are living in an age where some of the animal instincts about clan and fear of people who are different than us are being exacerbated and um, Sand. that leads to divisiveness, which leads to anger which, and fear, which leads to war and leads mm-hmm. to um, tragic consequences. Absolutely. Unlike the animal kingdom that continues along its same lines and doesn't learn, humans have learned. We learned how to harness fire and the wheel and to, to fly and also, psychologically, we've learned that we can overcome fear of others and actually become more creative and innovative when we mix people from different cultures, ideas that come from different uh, boxes, from the box that we were raised in. So having a festival that honors all of the heritages that are here in, in this particular area and at the same time, encouraging fusion of figuring out how the influences from one culture can influence someone from another culture and create something new is about the advancement of humankind and um, showing the world that people of different ethnicities, lifestyles, heritages can live together respectfully with a basis of love as opposed to divisively with a basis of fear and hate. That 
it sounds more than just a little noble. I mean, it's really, <laughs> I think it, I think it is something that we should all strive for worldwide. And, and I'm, you I'm might very, say, you might say, how, how, how is a two day festival going to do that? Well, sure. It's maybe a big goal, but I have had comments from folks along the way that indicate that it is happening. And uh, I'll give you one example. Um, We have some families from Tahiti and um, Hawaii that um, the parents are entertainers and do like the Polynesian luau kind of things. And they have kids. And some of these families get together and try to teach their kids the traditions and heritage from the Pacific Islands that they have. And, you know, the kids learn, but they're just with their families. But the rest of the time, they're at school or wherever with the general population. Well, when they uh, were asked to perform at Fusion Fest, the kids saw other kids from other cultures showing off their culture and they found the general population interested in seeing what they were doing and started to getting interested. We had a parade of flags of all the heritages, which was very colorful. So other parades during the year were asking us to be part of their parade. And um, after about three months in a row of having a parade each month, at which these uh, kids and their parents from the Polynesian Islands had participated, uh, I said to them, "Do you know, we've got more opportunities, but is this getting kind of old? Are the kids, like, do they want to keep doing this? So the, the, the parents said, yeah, I don't know. I'll ask them. The kids said, yes, we want to do that. And oh. what they found is uh, much more uh, interest where they started digging into and doing research about their culture and, and helping to create new costumes for the next parade. And so if, if it was the St. Patrick's Day parade, they were still wearing Hawaiian print skirts, but they were getting it all in green. And um, so it has helped families uh, keep their heritage and while they're saying they're a part of American society. So... That's, that's one example that I think is very heartwarming. But also we found many, especially first and second generation folks, that have come to our events and have just been moved that somebody else cares to hear their story or taste their food or understand their clothing or holidays, et cetera. So, yep, we, we've, I think we're doing our little part to make the world a better place through that. You're you're shrinking the world is what you're doing. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, at, yeah. At this point, I go ahead, Tally. Oh no, I was just agreeing with Terry. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to pause for just a moment here, so you guys can go get a, a sip of water, but don't go far. Okay. I've got a little, I've got a little message. If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. 
Visit BeUnique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Terry Olson and Tally Sukisawa from Fusion Fest. And my next question is for Tally. We talked earlier about steering committees, and I know you've got like a dozen or so. Can you tell us what those committees actually do? Oh, absolutely. Um, So we started, I think our first meeting was November 2016, and um, we started brainstorming, basically sharing uh, aspects from from our heritage and and brainstorming ways to, to celebrate and to honor our heritage. So, and we, as the steering committee, we do basically all the concepts, and um, we, at this stage now, we have getting more people involved as well. But um, it was really uh, in the beginning, um, a steering like we were steering up um, the festival, and um, one of our main jobs in the beginning was organizing and and, uh, putting together gatherings of nations. That's how we first called the Fusion Fest gatherings, who are Mm -hmm. like some kind of stepping stones to the festival. So we're like, okay, so we need to have music at the festival. So let's, you know, let's explore music. Let's get together and, and everyone bring an instrument. Let's reach out to everyone we know that it's from a different culture. And and Terry did a great job uh, compiling and getting uh, people's information and putting the database. So uh, we started inviting people, and he was always, Terry was always out there um, at international and cultural festivals as well, getting people's business card and information and connecting and also, like, feeding his database. So um, the steering committee was a pivotal uh, um, part of those uh, gatherings of nations, um, kind of um, deciding on the format and what we're going to do. And, uh, of course, we always started with food because food was the first one, and we all loved it. So a big potluck of international foods and dishes. Um, and then we started exploring all the aspects. So we had food, um, fashion, um, you know, clothing, and um, music, arts and crafts, stories, uh, poetry, and literature. We had games from around the world, and that was so fun. Uh, we had holidays. So it was all about exploring and going deeper and seeing uh, in a in a smaller sphere what we wanted um, for Fusion Fest, for the actual festival. So that was a big job for the steering committee, kind of, okay, so for the music piece, who are we inviting, uh, what location can we have, and um, who is doing what, who is helping with parking, who is helping with, you know, reaching out for more of the Asian community or the African community and so on. 
So, um, yeah, and now uh, after the festival, we, um, as the steering committee, we are still on, you know, the lookout of plugging in more people who are not involved yet and promoting the festival and, um, yeah, and basically bringing new ideas and, and helping us on cracking this up and seeing, you know, how, how can we do better and how can we um, keep our mission going, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, I think that's um, that's the main mission of the steering committee. Well, and how many people are on the committee? Now, you've got a dozen committees, right? We have uh, a steering committee right now, 30. 30, some people, Terry. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's closer to 40. Yeah. It, it varies. Um, but then our team, which are people that are in charge of specific areas, that's uh-huh. also about uh, another, there's a little over a lap, but another 40 people or so on wow. all the different areas. So there are a lot of people involved in pulling this off. Yeah, yep. and many of them are volunteers, many of them. Mhm. How many and people last attended year, last year? Well, our attendance is about 8,000, uh, but the people that participated as uh, performers or volunteers or merchants, et cetera, came from 110 different heritages. So Holy we God. have uh, a lot of, um, we have a lot of uniquenesses in our community, a lot of diversity. And they all live right in the Orlando area. Yeah. Or Orange County. Central Florida. Okay. Uh, Central Florida is what we use and that's whatever we're we're pretty open. People can define <laughs> definitions as much <laughs> as they want. We we do have a few people on our steering committee that come from over an hour away up um north of Daytona, but they consider themselves Central Floridians and maybe they work here okay. or, or spend a lot of time here. So if, if this is your home and you consider yourself a Central Floridian, we're okay with that. Very cool. Well, I know that inclusiveness is a big, big part of what you do, so you wouldn't want to exclude someone based on geography. Right. Now, And, in fact, the festival, while it focuses on this is who we are, this is Central Florida, we're, we're this very diverse place. So we're not really – reaching out to Miami to send us vendors or entertainers or that kind of thing. But if, for instance, uh, the Albanian community doesn't have an Albanian dance troupe, but there's a great one in Atlanta that the Albanian community wants to bring down for the festival to show some of their heritage, uh, we don't exclude that. But it is about, it's about us. It it makes perfect sense. Now, I'm going to deviate here for a minute. Um, On your website, Terry, you're called the chief instigator. Mm -hmm. Where in the world did you get such a title? (laughs) Well, uh, it kind of comes from the title that I self-describe myself as for my government job. I say I'm Orange County's chief arts instigator. And everyone that's heard that has said, Yes, you are. Uh, I suppose it comes from this 
pulling people together through my job at Orange County, where I started using instigator as a term, I have helped when, oh, let's see, the Shakespeare Theater was doing um, Nicholas Nickleby, uh, which is this large eight-hour production of a Charles Dickens' work. So we called, I helped facilitate, called together the arts community to say, what if we celebrated Charles Dickens for a year? And so we had What the Dickens Orlando for a year. Nice. That included nice. exhibitions and other productions and some lectures and Dickens trivia nights and um, all kinds of things during the year that we celebrated uh, the lifetimes and, and works of Charles Dickens. Very so cool. that's that kind of instigation. Um, which also comes from one of my assets for the counties. I've been around a long time, over three decades. And so if someone, people come in and say, I, I really want to get a theater going and like, okay, well, here's who you should talk to. Or did you think about this? Or just connecting people and resources, uh, okay. which I see as one of my jobs. Well, that's also kind of leads me into a question I had for Tally because I know she manages and connects people. And that's kind of how we met her was because um, she had sent me a press release and I asked a few questions and we started a, a, a conversation. But Italia, yeah. I'd like to know what was it about Be Unique that made you want to reach out to us for more than just a press release? Well, um, when I went on your website, well, first of all, when you were so quick and in replying my email and asking for photos, I'm like, oh, yay. Uh, so let me see, because I sent you a big list, right? So yeah. I'm like, let me let me see to see Unique, and I, it caught my attention, the name. So I started going over your website. I'm like, oh, my goodness. They're kind of doing the same thing that we are. They're all about the same thing that we are, and then... I watched some videos uh, that um, uh, where you you talk about your mission and and how Be Unique works and the net of volunteers. I know Fusion Fest was a hundred percent volunteer uh, grassroots movement up to you know the first festival when we got funding um, a few months before the festival. So uh, I was. I was really like, oh my goodness, I I need to meet this Mary. <laughs> we need to get together. <laughs> so I think it was, um, well, probably you know the universe. You're thinking the same things, and you're like manifesting the same uh, missions. I feel like that's um, how we got pulled together. But it, I I was really amazed by the work you you do, and um, I'm like, we need. We need to join forces. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, one of the mm. things that we tell our volunteers is together we can do more. Oh, absolutely. When, whenever, absolutely. you know, you've got one person trying to, I mean, imagine either you or Terry trying to pull this off without your steering committees. Oh, yeah. No, or without, yeah, without each other to lean on. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. and that's, I think, and, and what I'm learning, I've been learning a lot um, uh, with Terry that uh, sometimes at the steering committee meeting, I thought that he would be, you know, oh, no, this is the direction we're taking. 
But no, he has always been very open and, you know, whatever the steering committee decides, even if it's, you know, not like probably what he would vote for, still was the decision of the steering committee. So, um, for example, the name of the festival was something that was brainstormed in the steering committee that Terry brought um, a branding company, and we all brainstormed on that. And we had voting, and, you know, so it's very democratic and it's very open. So, absolutely, we couldn't do this without volunteers. And um, one one thing that I just remember, um, I was at a, you, you talk about, you know, connecting with people. I was at a neighbor's uh, dinner party the other day, uh, maybe like two months ago, and I met this guy from South Africa who moved here like two or three years ago. And we started talking, like, what do you do and what does he do? And he's a stay-at-home dad now. And um, I was talking about Fusion Fest. He's like, you need to get me involved in that. I'm like, sure, this is the next steering committee meeting. Just come and, and show up and we'll give you something to do. And he did, and he he was like, he was thrilled. And he told me, this is exactly what I needed. And I want to be in charge of your games and recreation uh, part of the festival. I want oh, a big space. Don't you love it and when things like bring... fall into place? Yeah, and he's he's so he's so into it. Like he has a list already of the games that he wants to bring, and he's pulling out volunteers to teach these games. Uh, so it's it's amazing, and you're exactly right. Like with volunteers, we can do so much more. And if you if you can find that fine-tuning, like, what do we need and what do they want or what they're good at, then it's just, it's a dream come true. It's really amazing for both for both sides. That's what we're finding out, too, and it's just really, really cool when the magic happens. Yeah, um, so and we wanted to, I, to have a... We, we wanted to have a games and recreation uh, space last year, but we didn't have anyone who could lead that. And, you know, Universe brought us uh, Walter Jackson, South African dad. I love it. Dad I love it. Thank you, Walter. <laughs> yeah. I have to stop for another little break here, and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. All right. Let me ask you a question. Do you prefer coffee or tea? This is a question we ask on our fun and informative millennial talk show called Coffee or Tea, No Phones Allowed. And why do I know? Because I'm Anna. I'm one of the co-hosts. It's a great time. It's a professionally edited weekly series that's free to watch on Be Unique's YouTube channel. That's B-U-N-E-K-E. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and leave us a comment with your topic or guest recommendations. We love hearing from you. Welcome back. We're here with Tally and Terry from Fusion Fest in Orlando, Florida. We've been learning more and more about this amazing, inclusive, diverse fusion of cultures that takes place Thanksgiving weekend in Orlando. This is their second year. Terry, can you tell us a little bit more about what people can expect when they arrive at this year's Fusion Fest? Sure. So Fusion Fest uh, takes place in front of the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts on a big lawn and Orange Avenue, which is closed there in City Hall Commons. So uh, as you enter the big uh, archway that says Fusion Fest, 
you'll probably first be greeted by a booth where you can purchase food coupons or a VIP passport package, which includes a very uh, nice button that you can personalize in which, as you're wearing, you are eligible to win prizes every half hour. And it also registers you to be in a raffle to win tickets to fly anywhere in the world. When you go past the booth, then you'll have your choice of three different outdoor stages that you can go to, where every 15 minutes something from a different part of the world is happening, musicians or dancers, uh, a fashion show, spoken word, storytelling, literature, or you could choose to go into the film pavilion and see short films, three to five minutes, on Central Floridians documentaries that include part of their story of how they or their families or ancestors became Central Floridians under the umbrella title of My, M-Y, Migration Films. Or you could go into the international marketplace where there would be dozens of food vendors from around the world and you could sample your way around. You can look at merchandise or you could go in the fun and games tent and learn something about some of the games that um, you might not know about from other parts of the world. There's probably interactive things happening. If you're there at the beginning of the day, you might see the procession, which has hundreds of flags and heritage and dancers and large puppets representing different regions of the world. And if you stick around Saturday evening uh, at 7 o'clock, the street clears for a global street dance party, and you can just have fun dancing the night away for a couple hours. Now, where does the music come from for that dance? That comes from a DJ. Okay. So it's just like um, contemporary music? It's it music with, flavor, with flavors from all over the world. But um, there's dancers there. Uh, also, uh, last year, it was just a fun time. It, everyone was just jumping in and having fun dancing. Kind of sounds like that was your highlight last year. Was that your oh, favorite I part? Oh, I can't say I can't say what was the highlight. I, uh, <laughs> no, I think the I think the parade actually might be, um, or also at the, the before the street dance, and uh, at the end of on Sunday as well before the awards, is the uh, Diversitastic Choir, which is a mass choir that has um, people from all over singing a song that was written for the festival called "I Can Be Me Here." Oh, nice. Now, this is a weekend event, correct? Yes, it's a Saturday and Sunday, uh, two days after Thanksgiving Day. And what time of day does it start? It starts at noon both days. Uh, So the the main programming day is from noon till 7 on Saturday, noon till uh, 6 on Sunday. Oh, so it doesn't end when the last dancer falls? So Saturday, all activities between noon and nine, and Sunday between noon and six. 
Okay, very, very cool. Um, tell and I should me add that. Go ahead. I just, I just wanted to add that in addition to seeing dancers from Colombia and sitar player from India and cloggers from Appalachia and uh, bagpiper from Scotland, uh, also on the stages you will see people who are entering a fusion contest. For instance, last year, one of the winners was an Irish dance troupe that fused their dancing with some hip-hop. So it was Irish dance hip-hop. Or on the stage, you might find chefs explaining a fusion that they've created with some Caribbean-European combination. I would not want to have to judge that. Oh, judging would be great. You get to taste it all. <laughs> well, I believe um, Tally is a, a person who is already a fusion. You're from yes. um, Brazil, but you're of Japanese heritage, correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, so you're an automatic fusion. Yes, I am. I am the fusion. <laughs> <laughs> the Latination fusion. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think probably, or maybe that's why, uh, Fusion Fest is so close to my heart. Um, I, I grew up in Brazil. I was born and raised in Brazil. My, my mom is Brazilian and my dad is Japanese and my mom was the first Brazilian in my dad's family and, um, she's an orphan. So, of her, uh, her family was more spread out, and and she was very young. So my grandma, my Japanese grandma, kind of you know took her in and and act like the actual mom and and saw her stuff. And she was only seventeen when she got pregnant. So um, since she was the first Brazilian in my dad's family, uh, they made sure that she knew that she was Brazilian, that she was you know she was not like them. And it was weird because to this day I, I talked to her and she, she agrees. She was like, you know, they took me in. They were so nice. I didn't have a family. So it was really nice and your grandma was great and she taught me things. But at the same time, they were, they were very racist and uh, always pointing out that she was doing something uh, the wrong way because she was Brazilian, because she was not Japanese. So, and, um, and yeah, and, then she had my brother and, you know, a boy, which was a big blessing for the family. And then uh-huh. five years later, I I came along. And um, and with me, it was different, I think, maybe because we weren't living in my grandma's house anymore. But um, I don't know. I grew up always hearing that, and, and it, it, it did something with me, like, you are not 100% Japanese. Like, you're, you're half and half. You know, you're not legit Japanese. And, uh, but then I went to school, and then all my friends would call me Jap. Like, oh, you're Japanese. You're not Brazilian. You're Japanese. Wow. So, it, yeah. So I, I kind of grew up thinking, gee, like, I'm, not, I'm not Japanese, but then uh, I'm not Brazilian. I, I don't know what I am. It was, I, I struggled a lot with belonging, and um, and then well, when I, I was around ten years old, yeah, yeah, and um, when I was around ten years old, I I had the opportunity to come to Orlando, 
uh, and to visit Disney World for the first time. And um, I shared that that in my migration story that I I I still remember. I really remember as if it was yesterday, like walking into the Mad Kingdom and just uh, hearing all different languages. And like, but everyone was together, and um, everyone was happy, and all the different like faces and ethnicities, and and just people from all over, you know. And of course, Brazil is very, very diverse. But for the first time, I I thought, you know what? As a ten-year-old me, right? Maybe if one day I move here, I can just be me here, just just Tali. I don't have to not be Japanese or not Brazilian or whatever and be, you know, and have that rubbed in my face all the time, I can just be me here. So I moving here to Orlando was a plan, was uh, me, a 10-year-old plan. Um, Very and, um, nice. Yeah. Well, well, it took me 20 years, right? So, uh, but I, I finally made it and it was really a dream come true to move here and, and even more being involved in working with Fusion Fest. Now now you can see the, the, the biggest connection there. Absolutely. Um, it is, Absolutely. It is really amazing. It's really amazing. And and I feel I I still feel like that, that I can be me here so much more than I could ever be in Brazil and so much more than I could be in Japan. Uh, because all the times that I've been there, they were very disappointed with my Japanese. <laughs> they were like, what? You don't speak uh. fluent Japanese? I'm like, no. So, you know, I, I, I do feel like I found my place on this planet. That's and it's good. right here in Orlando. And it's right here with Fusion Fest. That's That's really what I like to hear. I think it's probably harder when you're half and half. Then mm-hmm. when you're like me, I, you want to talk about fusion. Um, mm-hmm. My son just recently did his DNA test and found out that he's like French and Spanish and Nigerian plus German, English, Scandinavian. And there, I mean, there are so many different kinds of heritages in ours. I have two sons. They have the same heritage, but they each mm-hmm. pick a different one because they like different things. I've got one right. walking around who says, I'm I'm the Nigerian prince now. Give me money. Then <laughs> <laughs> the other one says, fine, I'm a Viking. I'll take your money. So, you know, it, it's really strange to to hear you say that, that you weren't, you didn't know who you were because you were part this and part that. And I've always yeah. been many parts. So it right. was really difficult. It wasn't as hard for me, I think, because there was just so much to choose from. We, yeah, I think for me it was like, oh, I can samba well. I can dance samba because, you know, I'm half Japanese. Or I can cut these vegetables right uh, because I, I'm not fully Japanese. I think these aspects were always kind of in my face, you know, by one, either by my friends or by my family. And um, so, yeah, that's why I feel like I could never take on one heritage and say, no, I'm Brazilian because I met um, uh, Brazilian Japanese or Japanese Brazilians who actually took on one of the heritages and, and said, you know, no, I'm Japanese. I'm definitely my culture. My heritage is Japanese. I just live in this country. 
But I, I you know, I, I don't want anything to do with the Brazilian culture or vice or vice versa. I'm Brazilian. I was born here, and I, you know, my grandparents were Japanese. I have nothing to do with that. I, I, I love Brazil. For me, it was hard. It was difficult, and I could never choose one side or even embrace both sides. I feel like just after I moved here and I, I started expanding my, you know, vision and getting more in touch with other cultures and other people who went through the same thing that I did or uh, it's that I, when I started embracing this duality of my heritage. Was that me a learning curve? That, that sounds like that's at the core of Fusion Fest, is it not? Yeah, yeah, it is. Embracing who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice. I have one more little break for us to take, and uh, then we'll be winding up the show in a few minutes. I'm inspired to give back by the many individuals who are making a difference and taking steps to make the world better. Many people are tackling problems by themselves and thinking they are all alone in their efforts to make a change. I want them to know they are not going unnoticed. The world is watching. I'm part of a team helping to project their voices on a global scale. Small charities and solo entrepreneurs are doing amazing things but don't have the budgets to market themselves. Like many people, I once struggled in a variety of jobs I didn't care for. So I decided to find a new way to give back, to pay it forward, and to be the change. While some people my age are considering retirement, I've joined other professionals to create and manage a nonprofit organization called Peace Corps. The words that create our name tell only a small part of our giving story. We are philanthropists, educators, activists. We are compassionate, evolving, charitable, optimistic, responsible, and enthusiastic. We created Peace Corps so we can use our natural talents to help others. We work with nonprofits, individuals, and for-profit organizations that have a philanthropic outlook. Peace Corps uses several tools to give a voice to those that otherwise might not be known outside their small local circles. Be Unique magazine is released monthly and printed on demand. This digital interactive publication doubled in size within five months. During that same time, it attracted almost 60 volunteers from 12 countries and across the USA. These volunteers are professionals. They're performers and writers, editors, researchers, videographers, photographers, crew members, and so much more. Coffee or tea, no phones allowed. This fun show is hosted by millennials and provides insight into what they're thinking, but it's by no means intended to appeal only to that generation as evidenced by their topic and their guests. Because our volunteers know that we are giving 100% of our beings to this organization, they are meeting us on our terms. Nobody earns anything. Yet we all work as if we are earning six-figure incomes. That is the epitome of giving. Curating the stories and creating a high-quality literary-style publication that not only highlights the good work of others, but projects positivity and inspiration gives me purpose. By giving myself to this organization, others want to give to Peace Corps. We have created a global giving circle. And we're back. I'm really having Hello? a good time talking with Terry Olson and 
and Tally um, from Fusion Fest. I want to ask who wants to take a question about how our listeners can connect with you. What's the best way? Uh, I would say that uh, FusionFest.org, our website, is a great way. There you can, if someone is a Central Floridian and wants to participate as a volunteer or be a vendor or a performer or uh, involved in, in many ways, they can go and click the Join Us button and then go to the appropriate area to fill that out. And then certainly put it on your calendar. After Thanksgiving, when you've stuffed yourself and had a day to recuperate on Friday, Saturday, come on down, downtown Orlando, and join us in celebrating our multifaceted community. And I thought of something. Um, it, it's just fusionfest.org, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, you had mentioned two things that I wanted to circle back to. One was your film pavilion. Mm-hmm. And you're having a film contest. Is that it? That's correct. So we are encouraging filmmakers, anyone who likes to make little films, to go to fusionfest.org slash film or the join us button to film and sign up that you're interested in being a filmmaker or if you are a Central Floridian and would like to be the subject of a film, uh, especially if you've got an interesting story that includes some uh, of how you got here, go online to fusionfest.org and to film and click your story and fill out a little form saying, I'm, I'm interested in having my story filmed. And then what will happen, the deadline for all those signups is August 1st on Friday, August 23rd, we'll match up to 30 filmmakers with up to 30 people who will be the subject of the films. And the filmmakers and the subjects will have some time to get to know each other, talk a little bit about what they want to do, and figure out a plan for the following day, Saturday, where they will meet and the filmmaker will interview the subject uh, perhaps at a location that fits with their heritage. If they've come from Lebanon and there's a Lebanese grocery store, maybe they want to meet there or at their home or in a park or wherever. And then okay. on Sunday, the filmmaker will tie it all up, edit it, and submit it by midnight. So it's a weekend project. Awesome. And it's called migration, but it's spelled differently than the word migration, Right. It, correct. Yes, it's, it's M-Y. M-Y, yeah, M-Y in capitals, and then Gration, which is like my migration, my migration. So it makes it very personal. I like that. Yeah. And my other question was about your VIP package, because I know we had mm-hmm. talked about that. That's a way for organizations just like Be Unique to become a fundraiser, but also help Fusion Fest, correct? That's correct. So the the package, which is a fun little pillow box, which contains the three food tokens, the uh, button that can win you prizes, uh, it automatically registers you and the win tickets to fly anywhere in the world, 
and a little passport with information that you can take around the festival. That packet, organizations like The Unique can sell uh, with a landing page that's uh, fusionfest.org slash beunique. And uh, people can purchase it online, and in the beginning of November, it will be sent to them. And the organization keeps $5 of the fee, which uh, would be a $24 fee for that package if you buy it through that way. I think that is very, very cool. Mm-hmm. I appreciate both of you being here, and I, I really look forward to participating in your Fusion Fest. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Um, well, I want to thank you, Mary, for giving us the space to share about Fusion Fest. And, you know, um, we cannot do this. We cannot advance diversity, inclusion, collaboration, and innovation without people like you, volunteers, uh, artists, performers, uh, vendors, and, and our sponsors. So just want to say a big thank you and, and say if you want to get involved, we have space, and please come and join us. This is going to be amazing. And downtown Bravo. Orlando, the end of November is wonderful weather. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. If, if anybody is listening from outside the area in November, that is the time to be in Central Florida. It's it's not hot and muggy. Um, it's, it's just a great, great time to visit. Absolutely. Yep. So before we go, I want to add one more time, FusionFest.org is the place to go. Yep. Yeah. Now, do you, are you? Um, do you guys have a social media following? There's also a Facebook uh, page. Yes. Uh, for Fusion okay. Fest. So they can find you on FusionFest.org, or they can go to Facebook and find you. Yeah. Yeah, we're on Facebook and Instagram uh, mostly, and you can find us as Fusion Fest Orlando. Oh, I'm hoping some of those amazing photographs that I've seen are on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, yeah. You had you had a very good photographer last year. But we, we did, had a whole yeah. Two of photographers. I yeah, bet, I bet that, and I'm sure there are a lot of people taking pictures that you don't even know about. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Um, I think that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Mary. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening this evening. We're happy you chose to spend this time with us, and we hope you learned as much as we did. Be sure to come back the first and third Thursday of each month for more exciting guests. And if you'd like us to invite you or someone you know to speak right here, just go to BeUnique.org and contact us there. That's BU. N-E-K-E dot org.
and that's it. Jennifer will return the um, VIP kit as soon as she finishes taking photos of it. Oh, she she gave it to me yesterday. Oh, did she already? Good. Yeah, yeah, she she did. She she's a speedy one sometimes. <laughs> she All right. uh, yeah, she went to our gathering to our uh music and multicultural dance and music jam um yesterday. So yeah, and she gave me there. Good. I'm I'm glad that she was able to do that. Mm-hmm. That's that's right up her alley. That's the kind of stuff she likes to do. Yeah, All right, it was well, great having her there. Good. And I will say goodbye. Thank you both so much for joining me. Thank, Thank you. you. Mary. We'll be in touch. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.